All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. This is my kinky torn torn. Shields of Captain. This landing is going to get pretty interesting. Define interesting. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die. Perhaps today is a good day to die. Someone ever tries to kill you, you try to kill him right back. Control, control, you must run control. We are controlling transmission. Captain, incoming message. Also, I can kill you with my brain. Make it so. The kinky torn torn. This way smell that good. I want it. That that means we're supposed to go play hockey in in the uh, brewery slash mental institution, Jeff. I was like, I'm not recognizing this, but now, yeah, of course, I know what you're talking about. Strange brew. Oh yeah. That, that strange brew, y'all. Uh, go watch that shit. Uh, anyway, uh, hey, this is Muchacha, and welcome to Kinky Tauntaun episode 12. <sighs> hey there, Jeff. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's it's summer. It, it's hot as a sweaty ball scrotum outside. Um, we, we are, we're definitely in the dog days, and let me tell you... Um, there just doesn't seem like I know, I know this is completely unscripted. We did not plan to talk about this, but uh, what the fuck is up with like the movie season this summer? Does it not seem like it sucks to you? I was just looking and it's like Star Trek Beyond and maybe Ghostbusters. Uh, and then when does um, uh, Suicide Squad come out? Oh, like the week after, or two weeks after uh, Star Trek, I guess. So it's still summer, but that's about it, man. Um, I you know I'm actually less thrilled about Suicide Squad and Star Trek for a number of reasons. I'm actually kind of stoked about this Ghostbusters, despite the naysaying. But it just seems like there is a hell of a lot less real, like you know, like movie fun popcorn entertainment out this summer than there has been in several years past. And, you know, with the end of Game of Thrones, I'm just like, I've been sitting around watching Chopped and shit. What the fuck? I, I mean, that, sh- that show's okay, but it ain't all that. You, you need to watch Cutthroat Kitchen. Um, I think I have watched that one, actually. But, oh, well, you know, uh, I digress. How'd anyway, we get on Jeff Food Ray? Network? How'd we get on Food Network? I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's because of the lack of good movies, damn it. I know. We all started right, rewatching right. Dexter again. Ooh, I, I've okay. As far as binge watching, I've been watching because I'm like this. Uh, I, I I like Agatha Christie's Poirot, and I've been watching that on uh, Netflix. Thank you very much. <laughs> there there are like seventy episodes. I'm only like maybe thirty in, so I, I still have some ways to go. Tied you over. T- tied me until, over anyway. In, until right. um. Uh, the strain comes out. Oh, yeah, I know. Doesn't it? it okay. It even seems like the cool summer shows that we had the last few years have either been like they're gone, they're done, and some of them mercifully so, like Under the Dome, 
Oh, they're starting in the, at the ass end of summer. Uh, yeah, and like the strain starting at the ass end of summer. You get like, I thought we were going to have Fear the Walking Dead through the summer. Nope. Nope. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, Hollywood. Get your shit together. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jeff, what, what are we doing with these tangents? We got stuff to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Um, Star Wars. Uh, uh, we're, we're, it's Kinky Tauntauns talking about Star Wars? Like you said, bread and butter, man. Uh, it, it is the bread and butter. So we, we've been wanting to, to revisit Star Wars uh, several times in the past few months. However, something has always come up in the way. Uh, we, we keep like floating out like, oh, we should talk about this. But uh, how we've decided to do is sort of let some dust settle on some things. So some of these stories are eh, probably a month or two old. Uh, however, we have not yet addressed them on the show. A couple of these things are actually kind of new. So, Jeffrey, without further ado, Kinky Tauntaun episode 12 is going to address the top five Star Wars news stories slash rumors of the past several months. Thank you. Uh, so, anyway, ha- have you been reading or should I say audiobooking? Any of the more recent Star Wars novels? Um, just the Force Awakens one. I've been planning on it, but uh, well, okay, I, I I have not, and this is because I'm still a little bitter about the extended universe. Yeah, because if I mean you, you've been to my house, you know that I own every single one of those novels up until about what 2012 ish, and I read them all and. Uh, almost to a religious fanatical point. Uh, and then, you know, when Disney purchased the uh, franchise, they're like, ah, oh, that stuff never happened. Fuck you people. <laughs> and they, they rebranded it legends. So I'm a little bitter. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bitter, Jeff. <sighs> yeah. I always wanted to see um, heir to the empire, you know, series. Oh, I know, man. Like I can understand wanting to make something new and different, but <laughs> well, Force Awakens wasn't really that new and that different. You know what I mean? It was kind of a remake, almost. <laughs> uh, a faithful adaptation, perhaps. I don't know. We're going to anyway, get some hate no, for so, that, man. Uh, Chuck Wendig is a, an author whom I actually enjoy, and he wrote one of the first ones that came out in, in uh, the month. I think it came out in September, leading up to the uh, December release of Force Awakens. But it came out with Aftermath, and I heard good things about it. Haven't read it yet. Like I said, I'm still like I'm trying to bury that bitterness. That I've been reading a lot of Philip K. Dick lately, but whatever. Um, then we had another novel that came out just a couple months ago called Bloodlines that zeroed in on Princess Leia that took place a few years before uh, the uh, Force Awakens. So. That actually gave us a lot of information as far as the immediate backstory leading up to The Force Awakens and what Leia was up to, what even even has some references to Luke. I have not read it yet, although I've read extensively about it. What about you? This is the first time hearing about it, so. Oh, well, uh, it definitely shoots holes in various theories about Rey and Kylo Ren and well, you know whether or not they knew each other and things like that. Uh, of course, these books are considered canon as well as some of the comic books stories out there, which I have read a little bit of. Unfortunately, the writer for the Star Wars comic, in my opinion, 
was fucking terrible, so I couldn't read any more of them. But anyway. It's considered um, canon until it's not. Someday. Yeah. Yeah, it's some- canon until it's not. It's like that Star Wars holiday special. It's like, it's like uh, The Force Unleashed. It's canon. Honest. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, well, I, at least that's cool. I mean, it took George how many years? It took him like 25 years to disavow ho- the holiday special. <laughs> like, I remember reading that like 1994, so almost 25 years to the, exactly. George is like, oh, yeah. Can't wait till our Christmas no. special so I can play that uh, that Merry Christmas, R2, we love you song. Uh, <laughs> remember that? Uh, that's awful. Yeah, that's and sadly, that's one of the best parts. <laughs> when I played it, my wife was like, ew, ew, turn it off. <laughs> Okay, okay, honestly, the best part of the holiday special, for those of you who have not seen the Star Wars holiday special from 1978 or 79, uh, I think it was 78, actually. Anyway, um, it was it featured some of your characters. Uh, they're going back to Kashyyyk for Wookiee Life Day, and it's supposed to be like a Christmas thing. And uh, it has it's, it's like a variety thing, and it has like terrible... It's supposed to like feature Chewbacca's family, and th- nothing really looks very good. Uh, but I tell you this: it's the first appearance of Boba Fett. He he's actually featured in an animated sort of side cartoon in the the animated show. And what I'm telling people is like you can actually go and watch it on YouTube. The whole holiday special, I believe, but you can definitely watch the Boba Fett animated version. And and actually, like the animated Boba Fett cartoon thing was actually pretty cool. I did, I don't remember it hardly at all. Oh uh, well. Go YouTube that shit, Jeffrey. All, all right, but I God remember. Damn it! I remember it being horrible, and it, it's horrible. Don't get me wrong; it's it's, it's bad. But even it's you know it's bad when even Boba Fett can't redeem much. Of I didn't anything. realize that was his first appearance. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. They even came out. The toy was released thereafter, and that's why it's like one of the most valuable Star Wars toys. <laughs> oh, nerding out. Anyways, our. our our next, our real number five rumor or, or slash news story is they're actually coming out with a book uh, that's going to be featuring Maz Kanata. So, Jeffrey, Force Awakens, what do you think of old Maz? Um, very interesting character. I am. Um, Fascinating, indeed. I, 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 I like the character. I think it could be one of the most interesting characters in the story arc. Just because of the just because of the history and everything she's seen, you know, if they if they delve into that, it could uh, it could flesh things out. You know, maybe not in the movies, but in the books, definitely d- delve into Maskinata's life. Well, and I mean, flesh it definitely. I don't know because obviously the book's not out yet. But the one question I think everybody is clamoring to have answered is, hey, um, how did Maskinata get Luke's lightsaber? Luke and slash Anakin's lightsaber. How how, so do you, how much of a Jedi is she? Right, and like, you know, how much did she know the previous Jedi's? Like, were she and Yoda BFFs? Do they hook up like you know for casual hookups every once in a while? <laughs> how awkward would that I, I be? I think she likes them tall though. Tall, tall and hairy. Yeah, <laughs> that was anyway. hilarious. Where's my boyfriend? Uh, say what? <laughs> that was hilarious. Where's my boyfriend? <laughs> uh, hmm. So anyway, this is supposed to be a. Uh, this is another Chuck Wendig novel that's coming out, and it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the one that came out last September. And this one's called Aftermath: Life Debt, which of course refers to. Uh, it has to refer to Chewbacca in some way, shape, or form. It would definitely seem but, so. 
Uh, yeah, because, you know, if, for those of you who are keeping up in your Star Wars tabs, we have uh, Han, a young Han Solo. Hopefully, the, this will be some of what the new Han Solo's Solo movie is going to be about, is uh, how Han, young Han Solo breaks ranks with the Imperial. He was a computer, uh, according to the, I, I, I guess it's not even canon anymore, but yeah. uh, what had existed before is he was an Imperial cadet who saw that some of these Wookiees were being enslaved and apparently he saved Chewbacca from being murdered or whatever. And Chewbacca therein after swears the Wookiee life debt. So I have in all my readings of other species, I was not familiar of any other species that swore a life debt like the Wookiees swore. Huh? Okay. <sighs> anyway, uh, so uh, l- l- I'm going to read just a little bit of what's it, what it says in the article about what it what's coming up. Um, let's see. When it checks in the character before audience first meet her in the Force Awakens, years before Rey would ha- would find the legendary lightsaber that was once Luke Skywalker's and Anakin- Anakin's before him in the basement of Maz's castle. The excerpt, because it actually has a little excerpt from um, this Life Debt book, set just bef- just after the Empire's defeat in Return of the Jedi, is an interlude that puts readers among the colorful characters in Maz's castle and makes clear the one rule of the joint, uh, one that's broken by a guy who suffered huge personal losses in the Empire's downfall. Anyway, so we're definitely going to be getting uh, a whole lot of Maz, apparently, in this novel. And it takes place directly after Return of the Jedi. So, Jeffrey, what do you expect to learn from this novel? Um, hopefully more about Maz. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, like I said, with all the changing of what's canon and what's not, it's uh, they're really changing things up, really turning things on its head. So, I don't know. Well, the article goes on to say that I guess this is I mean, it's definitely going to be featuring Kashyyyk in some regard. Uh, it goes on to say something about how Leia orders Han Solo and Chewbacca to go liberate Kashyyyk from Imperial rule, which even in the expanded literature, they sort of poo poo how difficult it would be to, in fact, eradicate the Empire. Uh People are just like, oh, thankfully, the emperor's dead. Let's just go back to democracy. And it's like, yeah. okay, like as much as I, I like the EU, there are going to be people who like dug the authoritarian regime presented by the empire. <laughs> I mean, for for every Great Britain and United States, there's a Saudi Arabia and Pakistan. You know, like we're just demo- democratic principles just aren't going to mesh with societies and cultures and especially among alien races and species it's just like why 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 might they prefer i mean and i'm obviously seeing an emperor. would be sworn enemies of the empire what was that jeff and i'm seeing an emperor an emperor with a uh you know a yellow comb over Ooh. <laughs> oh we're not talking about that guy fuck <laughs> that guy anyway <sighs> all right anything else we want to say about life debt before we get going um it'll be interesting to uh see the liberation of Kashyyyk. Um, probably going to see some more uh, limbs torn out of their sockets. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, perhaps. And <laughs> like I said, I think the one thing I th- most people are hoping to learn is just how did Maskinata get hold of this lightsaber? If she's running some sort of like, you know, intergalactic watering hole 
and a sort of a, a magnet of interesting happenings going on, it stands to reason to, for me at least, I think like what I could see happening in this book is somebody from Bespin, like, oh, hey, I was cleaning out the gutters in, you know, the Cloud City and I found this hand with the lightsaber. You want it? Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'll take that. And it just sort of sits there for the next 30 years. One of those little pig guys. Oh, the Ugnats. Ugnats, yeah. That's right. I knew what those things were called, and I've had sex before. I knew you'd know at, what it was called. At least twice. <laughs> I, I have two children. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, rumor news story number four, Jeffrey. Uh, we have the Ryan Johnson directed Star Wars Episode Eight, as yet untitled. <sighs> Shoots are ending this month. John Boyega tweeted out that he finished up this past week. Uh, Mark Hamill apparently is done as well. And there's a few more characters who apparently are still shooting up to the end of the month. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it shoots. It's done. We're a year and a half away from this movie. Of course, I think how Disney is planning, they, they're basically building in the schedule uh, plans for reshoots, which we learn about with uh, Rogue One, which we'll talk about in just a second. So there'll probably definitely be some reshooting of scenes, but dude, it's a year and a half early. What do we think? Um, that's a lot of spit and polish they can put on the the uh, graphics. You know, the special that's a, that's a good way of looking. It's a lot of so, spit and polish for that's for good. CG and whatever else special effects they need to do. We want those special um, effects to look awesome. So. Well, you you do, but I also you know one of the things I appreciated with Force Awakens was how there just weren't that many uh, as far as CGI computer generated effects. Uh, they went back to models and stuff. Yeah, that was a good idea. There, there's yeah, more so, depth with models, and they were using a lot more like on set locations. I know they were filming in Croatia. Of course, they were filming in Ireland. They had an extensive cell, set that was built in Ireland and. Uh, it made quite a bit of news, which we'll actually talk about here in just a second for other reasons. But, um, yeah, it, it makes me... Okay, one... Okay, I like Ryan Johnson. I have liked Ryan Johnson since, what, 2005, 2006, when this little movie that like nobody had ever heard of called Brick came out. And a colleague of mine was like, hey, go check out this movie called Brick. This was back when we actually had blockbuster videos and could, could actually like go there and <laughs> rent movies. Oh, how quaint. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> Precious. Uh, so I went and went, rented this Brick movie. It actually had uh, it has Joseph Gordon-Levitt, whom I, you know, I've been following for a while anyway since uh, you know, Third Rock from the Sun. I always liked yeah. him. Yeah. I even remember him in an old movie. He was a kid. With uh, Demi Moore, it's like the client. It wasn't the client. It's John Grisham one. But anyway, you get what I'm saying. Like I, you know, I basically had followed his career since he was little uh, because we're roughly the same age. And on through, and then and Brick was one of his first. God, he looks so much younger um, than we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> genetics, man. All right. Uh, anyway, he was in this movie Brick, which is very much a peculiar movie. Have you ever watched it? No, I haven't. All right. I, I own it. Next time you're over, I'm, I almost think we should watch it. Even Saturday. though it might bore your wife to tears. Um, Brick is... Okay. It's one of those movies that's... It's linguistically dense. 
it really takes you a good it's, it's, it I compare it to watching a Shakespeare play in that okay this is a, the same language technically but it takes you about a good 10 15 minutes to sort of shift into that gear where you're actually starting to understand them and everything they say do you, you understand what I'm saying is it in Shakespearean language uh, it's not in Shakespearean language uh, in fact it's in like 1930s uh, crime noir type language yeah so and, yeah <laughs> um, not quite that kind bad kind of uh, but no it, it's very it has this very like dated language uh, and it, it definitely stands out as a, as a mix of something like Shakespearean and, but something also from Crime Noir uh, from back in the 30s which you, you know I, I definitely dig that shit anyway uh, and so I watched this movie and I'm like man who like I'd never heard of Ryan Johnson at that point that was his first real movie and I just, I just fucking loved it. I actually went out and bought Brick like the next day because I was like so fascinated by that film. Uh, and then he had another movie came out. And uh, I think the most recent one that people really know is Looper with Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That was a weird-ass movie. It's a weird-ass movie, but it's a damn good movie. That, that scene where the guy is getting slowly dismantled from, you know, oh, from the other body. falling apart, sort of. Like his yeah, nose yeah, disappears. Cool. And- Ugh. Anyways, I guess what I'm saying is that like I have such faith in Ryan Johnson that either things have gone so spectacularly with filming episode eight, or it's a complete piece of shit. Well, it might be kind of dark, yeah. Well, this, I hope so. Dark. I mean, it's the the middle <laughs> chapter needs to be dark, yeah. and uh, they they've actually released some of these. Uh, uh, photos from the set or at least like uh costume concepts and whatever and i remember sending to you i'm like man uh i i don't think you're as big of a fan uh, i'm not a real big fan but I'm, I'm sort of casual about it but the old clint eastwood movies like the good bad the ugly fistful of dollars a few dollars more yeah. it's called the man with no name trilogy yeah, yeah. um anyway so they they released this picture of luke skywalker and his his new episode eight costume and i'm like man he looks kind of like Clint Eastwood, man with no name. And so like, I'm just getting these vibes. I'm like, can you imagine? Like, what if Luke Skywalker is like the galactic man with no name? <laughs> well, he did wear he's the just, poncho in A New Hope. Oh, uh, well, no, he's got, he looks like he has a poncho in this one. Yeah. He's so worn, he's worn ponchos before. <sighs> so I, I, I don't know what to think, Jeff. I, I think either like Ryan Johnson, he, he nailed it. He's writing the script for for episode nine. He's not directing it. Uh, Colin Trevorrow's directing it, but he's also supposed to be writing. So he wrote episode eight, and things have either gone just so fucking well, or it's a piece of shit, and we're not going to know what to do with it. I hope it went well. Let's just. I, I hope so too. Let's just like, go with I mean, that. He even <laughs> he he even directed one of the highest rated episodes of television ever, which I think we mentioned before is the Ozymandias episode of uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, which is spoiler alert. It's the one where Hank dies towards the end of the series and it has a damn good episode. And that, that doesn't even speak to his, his writing abilities. Cause he just directed it. Whereas like looper and brick, he wrote and directed like episode eight. Anyway. All right, let's go ahead and go to number three. Number three, speaking of reshoots, some people were shitting bricks or at least it was making for plenty of clickbait when, Rogue One, the film that's supposed to be coming out in December, 
had extensive reshoots ordered. This is the one that's uh, directed by Gareth Edwards, the guy who did the most recent incarnation of Godzilla. And hmm. some people were, were shitting bricks because, like, oh, reshoots mean it's terrible. But in shitting, fact, shitting Marvel, steel bricks. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, Marvel has scheduled all of their movies now for extensive reshoots. And it even like there was one rumor where they had shown it to test audiences and it bombed. Uh, but when it, what actually came of it is it, it was showed it was shown to top Disney brass and they're like, okay, you're gonna make some changes, lighten up the tone, and then you're good. So I'm guessing that the, those reshoots are probably wrapping up shortly. And we've also gotten in the last couple of weeks that we we have a definitive Darth Vader. In one of the Ooh. teaser trailers, and we're expected to get a full, um, which is actually my next story. But we're expected to get a uh, full trailer out at Comic Con in a couple weeks. We'll talk about that in just a second. But in the meantime, Jeff, Rogue One reshoots. Is it just time to shit a brick, or is all all is well? Do you think they're just they, they said lighten up the tone? Do you think they're just going in and maybe adding some lighter moments? Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe they find Jar Jar. <laughs> oh God damn it! That's not lightning. That's not lightning tone. That's killing tone. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Jeff. I to help you get the Death Star plans. Oh my God! You ain't funny. You ain't funny. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch, Jeff. Yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, and like apparently. Uh, Marvel has so ingrained the idea of reshoots for their filmmakers. I think filmmakers are actually just like they're banking on things. And so they're not necessarily counting on things to nail the free. We don't have like a Stanley Kubrick director where they're going to have like 786 takes of just one scene. Uh, Some directors will be like, ah, let's pick it up and reshoot. Fuck it. Let's keep going. Uh, (laughs) Because apparently that's what happened with uh, Captain America Civil War where the uh, um, God damn it. I want to call them the Cohen brothers. They're not the Cohen brothers. The, the the Russo brothers who directed the Captain America films, like they knew they had the reshoots and they they apparently employed reshoots extensively for both Civil War and Winter Soldier. And it was just part of the plan. And obviously those are probably two of, if not the two best Marvel films out there. With, well, it actually with, sounds like a good Guardians idea to do, to do planned reshoots because... Yeah, then, especially then planned for them and... and you right. get an actual look at what you've done and how it could be made better. Holistically, just to do which, it. I, and for the Russo brothers, it's absolutely worked. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think no bricks need to be shit yet. And here's the thing. Like, I'm also not expecting Rogue One to be just, like, mind-blowing. I'm not. I'm expecting it to be good. I'm expecting it to be entertaining. And I'm expecting it to be better than the prequels. It could be a sleeper. It could come out and be just totally awesome could be i don't think it's gonna be a sleeper so it's gonna be making some fat bank man <laughs> fat bank no, no all I right. mean, everyone, everyone's expecting it to be good and it could be even uh, more like a turd are you expecting no. it to be a turd jeff no 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 i'm i'm going positive like oh yeah it's oh, okay. be pretty good i go see it and it turns out to be awesome oh oh yeah but I, it's got a lot i mean it's star wars this seems hyped man it's hyped all right, well, I've already mentioned it, so let's go ahead and talk about it. The uh, number two story slash rumor is, hey, Jeff, number one, we got Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con coming up in a couple weeks. 
uh, or less than. Uh, let's just see what date that is. But anyway, um, it, it is expected that Rogue One is going to be getting a full like three minute trailer. Cool, three minutes. Wow, it's a long ass trailer. See so what was that? That's a long ass trailer. Um, I don't know. You, I mean, this. I remember when Force Awakens dropped that really big trailer before it came out, like in October or whatever. It was like two and a half minutes, so oh, three okay. minutes isn't that bad, or that long, rather. Um, I mean, that could just be like a sneak peek. I, I don't know, but that's the rumor, is that we're getting a full trailer in a couple weeks of Rogue One. Um, judging by what we got from the, the teaser trailer, where it sort of you know featured Donnie Yu and uh, Forrest Whitaker... And of course, some of the other characters are throughout, but uh, I mean, it looks pretty good. Yeah, um, I wonder if uh, Donnie Yuen, Donnie Yuen, is that how you say his name? Um, I'm hoping. Um, I'm wondering if he's uh, force sensitive. Well, I think they say he's blind in the movie, right? Yeah, that's. I thought that's what I heard. So okay, so yeah, you heard the same thing. How was he able to kick ass without the force, man? And He's plus, not Arya Stark. A staff against blasters. Mm, true, too. Okay, let's, some, let's hope he's... some force for that shit. Uh, and he's maybe he maybe he's one of those characters that could show up as an older version. And that, that's I'm hoping to get some crossover with this episode eight. And I've heard, because I'm on this, like, white on rice and stink on shit... Uh, I, I check these rumors all the time, uh, just probably like every day. But uh, the, the rumor is that there, there will be a crossover character from Rogue One who will show up in um, Episode Eight. Hmm. We don't what know who. That? We don't know uh, what. It could just be some alien in the background somewhere, chilling out. Uh, it could be Donnie Yen, and it could be for um, well, Forrest Whitaker has already crossed over because his character is actually one of the characters from Clone Wars. I don't know if you saw that. No, I, well, I've seen Clone Wars, but which character is he? Uh, <laughs> I haven't finished Clone Wars. I'm only on episode, or I'm only on season three, and his character I don't think has come up yet. I might actually be on season four, but whatever. Oh, uh, you're he, being a bad he, nerd this time. Say what? You're being a bad nerd this time. It's usually me. Oh, uh, I it's, have to. Uh, I have to be in a certain kind of mood to watch Clone Wars. Like it's good. I'd like it. And in my opinion, it's the only real prequels, but I also have to be in a particular mood to watch it. And and, and, like, I I did actually, I caught up on Star Wars Rebels. So like, I feel good about that, but I can't, I I haven't finished Clone Wars yet. Oh, you should. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's what I've heard. heard. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, there's supposed to be be some crossover there. Um, and of course we're getting some Darth Vader, Yes. <sighs> what 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 are we hoping to get out of these this next trailer, Jeffrey? Do you, do you want something that's more indicative of the story? I mean, that's the thing. We already know what the story is about. So I, I'm I'm personally I'm hoping for something that offers more than just what we expect out of the story. Like we almost like if we already know the story. The story is about getting the Death Star plans. We've known that yeah. since like day one. Many bosses so, died. That that's Return of the Jedi. God damn it, Jeff! Wrong Death Star. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> man. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So you, you don't have to do any any retconning with that. Anyway, so yeah. um, 
the first Death Star, the plans, um, and they're supposed to. What I've read is that Rogue One will end shortly before Leia gets the the plans and puts them into R two D two on her ship. Um, well, here's one thing I'm wondering: with Darth Vader being in there and the possibility of uh, Donnie Ewan being a uh, Force wielder, that that doesn't look good for his character then. <laughs> Well, if he just goes into hiding somewhere, it could. <laughs> uh, but then again, I, I think that a lot of those people who are going for the Death Star plans are probably going to get killed. So, yeah, I think I think whoa. I see a Vader, Donnie Ewan fight where it doesn't end good for Donnie. Stands to reason there might be some sacrifice here. If we're going to guess, I think you're probably right on. Because if you're going to yeah, have think... Vader, you have to show how much of a badass he is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And do you think uh, I, they'd do you think they'd have uh, Hayden Christensen be uh, under the mask? No, fuck no. <laughs> they, I mean, well, first of all, I've already read that James Earl Jones has recorded his dialogue for Darth Vader, and, yeah. and I mean, and secondly, it doesn't matter who who's under the mask. It's just a it's well, just a stand-in with a mask on. Well, that's what I was saying. It, it, you know, they could throw him a bone. You know, be like, you haven't had much work lately, man. Come be in this mask. You don't have to say anything. You just have to do the lightsaber fighting, which you're pretty good at. (laughs) No, no, Jeff. I think I'd almost rather have fucking Jar Jar. (laughs) (laughs) Misa, find your lack of faith disturbing. No, 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 Jeff. No. What's wrong with you? I'm trying to be excited about this shit, and you're just going, you're dropping trowel in my dreams, and just shitting all over them. Oh, the funny thing is, uh, <laughs> my wife has to be about the only one that likes Jar Jar. You know what? Maybe it's time for your wife to sleep on the couch. <laughs> nah, I'll keep her. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> The last rumor slash news story is actually, I think, the oldest of these rumors slash news stories because I think it surfaced uh, mid-May, early May is when this came out. And I've been itching, itching, chomping at the bit to talk about this one. Uh, there, and there are ha- salves for that. Say what? There are salves, oh, there are salves for, salves. That, for <laughs> the itching. Yeah, well, <laughs> probably gonna, I'm probably going to need one, Jeff. Anyway, so had you heard before I sent you the link to this? Had you heard about this? Yeah, but not very. Maybe a week or two beforehand. So okay, it, it was, okay. It was so new to me. You, you at least made the news cycle for you because it actually got picked up by a lot of outlets. It goes like this, and for those of you who are really wanting to approach Star Wars with uh, Episode Eight with fresh eyes, fresh ears, and don't want the, even the slightest possibility of something being spoiled. I would say turn around now and head for the exit because uh, the rumor is has to do with a certain plot leak. And I will sum it up in such a way. The plot leak goes that in episode eight, there is a like a flashback or force vision, whatever. Uh, it involves a force tree, which was introduced into canon Recently, in one of the comic books featuring Luke Skywalker and Poe Dameron's mother, by the way, who apparently also was a part of the Resistance, or at least the Rebel Alliance. And uh, hmm, hmm, wait a minute. 
What? Remember how we were talking about Poe and his abilities seemed a little maybe oh, forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people were like, oh, maybe he was conceived uh, near the force tree that makes him force sensitive. It could very well be. Or I mean, maybe Luke uh, had sex with his mom. <laughs> uh, no, the, the father's there too. So oh, but it, still, it, it maybe Luke. <laughs> Luke threesome. Oh my god, damn it, Jeff! <laughs> this is a family show. God damn it! <laughs> sure it is. All right, not not at all, <laughs> not at all. Anyway, uh, so the story goes is that there's a vision. <laughs> I'm sorry. And... I have to say, I'm sorry. I have to say, you know those religious cult leaders. Uh, they like to they like to sleep with everyone's uh, wives. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, that's I'm sorry. Right. Continue. Uh, anyways, the plot leak is, and this is from apparently some. Uh, the source is someone in someone who accurately leaked aspects of the Force Awakened plots before it came out. So, allegedly, this is a reliable leak. And I'm going to preface this by saying I hope the fuck not. Because the story is <laughs> that there's this force tree. It's like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of years in the past. And it involves a brother and a sister who are near this tree. And the sister approaches the, the tree and the brother approaches the tree. And the brother is corrupted by the force and is thereafter a wielder of the dark side. And the girl is a uh, she's the founder of the Jedi Order. And obviously a practitioner of the light side of the force. And so she started the Jedi Order. And apparently upon her, her death, she prophesied that one day she would return. And this is not the chosen one balanced to the force prophecies to something different. Uh, and that Ray is, in fact, the return of the first Jedi. Uh, do they have ponytails with little pink tendrils on the end that they can hook into the to the tree with um may, maybe I, I, I don't know I, avatar I, style i'm not i'm not digging this idea i'm not digging the whole forest tree idea no uh i'm not digging this idea it's supposed all. to be we, okay everywhere the forest tree in and of itself i don't mind they're actually like i mean if you actually i mean the whole Jedi thing is sort of loosely based on Buddhism anyway. And there actually are sort oh, of you this can, is the you can correlate. Tree. This is the Say banyan. What? This is the banyan tree. Yeah, like you right, right, right. So like there there's that idea of mystical trees in Buddhism and like I can sort of see it playing a role, but I hate, I despise, I loathe this idea of playing with reincarnation in the Star Wars universe. Like, I'm not going to say anything about reincarnation. Like, if you want to believe in that stuff, that's cool. Uh, I am not going to poo-poo that, that in and of itself at all. I just, like, there's no precedent set for it in Star Wars. It doesn't really have a place. I don't want it. Just be fucking original and come up with your own ideas. Um, I don't I just thought the whole... I just think they could come up with a better idea, honestly. I think they could. I definitely think they could. So what I'm saying is, uh, if this is in fact one of the, uh, a plot leak of a key element, I'm extremely disappointed, and uh, that it goes back to our number four rumor about either this movie is fucking spectacular and everything went well, or a complete piece of shit. Um, if this rumor is true. I don't 
I can already tell you the story is going to like it, the story doesn't have anything of value. It it can it completely devalues the story. Um, who knows? Maybe they'll figure out a way to make it, uh, you know, rich and and have depth and and uh, how, bring Jeff, something to the story. Talk me down from the ledge, man. How <laughs> how how can they incorporate this idea and still make a worthwhile, meaningful, original movie? Um, well, the whole thing about uh, you know Qui Gon and and Yoda learning to uh, retain themselves within the Force. After they die, okay. The Force Ghost. Yeah, well, you know, if you, it, most of the Jedi when they kind of go into the Force, they be they they lose their sense of self and they become right. a part of the whole. Um, but there are a few Jedi over the years that have learned how to maintain. Oh, you know, we'll come to think oneness. about. I did read this rumor as well that Frank Oz also recorded audio for for Episode Eight. Woohoo! Um, so we're we're supposed to be getting some Yoda. But let's say the the reincarnated you know Ray figure from you know long long time ago uh, was the first uh, person to figure out how to retain their oneness within the Force and, mm-hmm. and ba- basically waited for a time to return. Eh? And uh, <laughs> according to George Lucas's admission, Luke Skywalker is supposed to be the, the most powerful Jedi who has ever lived. Uh, how would that... St- I mean, if Luke Skywalker is the most powerful, then still Luke Skywalker would be more powerful than this first Jedi. Well, we haven't seen it yet. I say prove it. <laughs> you haven't seen him uh, be uber-powerful well, yet. This Okay, this is actually part of the other... The same leak also said that... The, okay, this has to do with that uh, filming in Ireland. They built a Millennium Falcon set... And it's supposed to be like uh, at the end of Force Awakens where she's on the island. Uh, there are those old like stone huts or whatever. So they built like a facsimile of that in Ireland on a cliff somewhere where it wasn't, you know, UNESCO National International Heritage Site. Um, and it has, according to the leak, this is also something I have a beef with is Kylo Ren. That scene where in Force Awakens where she sees the... Uh, the Knights of Ren the and the rain. Yeah. yeah. Apparently that's a vision of the future and not a vision of the past. Really? And hmm. Yeah. And this, basically they all attack Luke and Ray on, on Octu ACH dash T O, uh, which is from the uh, novelization and from the script of forced awakens. And basically Kylo is trying to get Ray and Luke makes exquisitely short work of the other knights of Ren, like really quickly. That'd be cool and to see. Say what? That would be cool to see. Yeah, but according to the leak, it says that he just gets mad and does it. I'm like, Luke Skywalker's Ooh. not supposed to get mad and do that could that. turn out bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. I I just I don't want to believe this rumor, like at all. Well, lots of people have toyed with the idea that Luke is going to fall to the dark side or is in danger of falling to the dark side. I think he's past. I mean, this is 30 years, man. And you, you and I both know from getting older, just like that, that same intensity and rage does not quite burn as hot as the years go by. Uh, you want to know my secret? I'm, I'm going to go with churros. I, I'm always angry. Uh, are you Are you quoting... Incredible Hulk? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, damn it, Jeff. All right. Anyway, hold on. Let me hush some girls. Girls. Right. 
Hush. Well, then hold on. Cool cat. Well, out. Out. Um, anyway, uh, so Jeff, I, like I said, I, ha- I have this faith in Ryan Johnson that he's not going to do me wrong. Mm-hmm. But there, the, there's, there are these little rumors that come out. And I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, because that that just deflates my my sense of security regarding Ryan Johnson. Well, I guess maybe we'll just have to wait and see. Well, we are just going to have to wait and see. But the trailers, when the, I wonder when the trailers I, will start coming out. Well, um, maybe maybe we'll get a snippet of something at Comic Con this next week. Maybe or. Probably I mean, like a maybe, half a maybe year not from much, now. but there might be something. Probably like a half a year from now, we'll get the teaser trailer. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, I have nothing more to say about our Star Wars rumors and news. Uh, this is Buchacha signing off, and this is Jeff. All right, it's been uh, fun. What is thy bidding, my master? Listen to me very carefully. Wake up! Time to die. There are. No strings on me. Boy, this is a lot more fun when they're not shooting back. Such heroic nonsense. Open the pod bay doors, huh? I'm afraid I can't even can. Screw you, fat ass! I'm going to tear off your skin like wrapping paper and deck the hole with your guts. Put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I can't lie to you about your choices. Get those nerds! 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 Come with me if you want to come with me.